Well, it's three straight losses for the Alana as they came oh so close to knocking off Michigan here at the big house. Andy Olson, Robert Rosenthal with you on the field here right after the game for the Sunday no huddle. And Robert, I think we'll start with that. It was oh so close and the Alana looked like they did enough to win this game in the end, but just didn't come out with it. Yeah, I mean, the big picture is everything here. Mm -hmm. This is the number three team in the country. Had Illinois pulled it off, had one of those penalties been called on fourth down, it would have been a top five win in program history. So to get within a field goal with 10 seconds left of winning over number three in the country is a really big deal. Yeah. Unimaginable years ago. Look, 2016 is the last time Illinois was here. It wasn't even close to a game. Illinois had one basically one positive offensive play the entire game. It was a long pass from Jeff George Jr. to Malik Turner, and he spun out of two defenders and ran it in for a touchdown in Illinois' only point to the game. The rest of the game was a complete and total drubbing. So to go from that to this, it's it's a it's just massive leap forward for the program. Yeah, and it, it looked as if they just needed two more first downs at uh, the the end of the fourth quarter still windy out here if you didn't know it was the weather played a little bit of a factor in this game uh robert chase brown played such a good game again tommy devito did what he needed to do win needed on offense the defense after a scripts drive by michigan that went down the field and, and scored kept him out of the end zone after that point only field goals from there on out uh, we'll do the defense now just what did you make of the way that they rebounded after some tough games against michigan state purdue yeah, the, the, the scripted drive was tough. You're, you're sitting there at 7 nothing, and you're thinking, is this going to be, you know, is this the game where everything falls apart and they give up 38 or something like that? Um, but then after, you know, they made some adjustments and that was, you know, it settled down. And look, it's a defense that can be counted on uh, even against the number three team in the country. It's kind of crazy to see it that way, but that's the truth. Um, it's just really hard to close out games, and, and uh, you know, this was a almost and, and a, you know, nearly get there. Look, Andy, I'm, I'm sitting here holding <laughs> off on my anger. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, as a fan, the fact that that pick play was not called, the fact that they called pass interference on the very next play, even everyone in the stadium had the feeling of, you know what? This feels like the Big Ten trying to get Michigan into the playoff kind of thing. You know, yeah. when it's one drive and the refs making every move in the final five minutes to still give Michigan a chance to win. No. It's just infuriating from a fan standpoint because you think you're there and you've done everything you can to beat number three on the road. You have them in fourth down. They clearly go block your guy on a pass that's not behind the line of scrimmage and it's not called and it's hard to feel like it's not called because of the 110,000 people that were here that all want to go to a playoff game. Yeah, and you know, Brett Bielma even said immediately after the game that he's pissed off and he had those same sentiments following the Michigan State. I mean, imagine you're the coach. Yeah. You've fought with these players, you've put them in a position, yeah. you get all the way to that level and then you see things like that. How could any coach who cares about his players not be angry for them. Yeah. It would be impossible not to. And, and it was good to see that kind of emotion out of Brett Bielema post-game because of that. Yes. Uh, talking about the, the offense, look, Michigan's defense 
right up there with Illinois, one of the best in the country. If you look at team defense as a stat, Michigan number one, Illinois number two. So it's really, the stats tell you two of the best in the country. DeVito and Chase Brown doing what they need to do. Chase Brown on an ankle that is not right right now. He was telling us post game that when he was cutting, it did not feel very good to him. Still ran for 140 yards, two scores. Uh, those guys buying into what Bielema is doing because it could have been so easy to to fold after the really tough previous two games. They came out and, and gave Michigan hell in this one. This was a warrior performance. Yeah, no question about it. Um, you know, we we see Chase walking around after the game. We see what how you know how much in pain he is. Mm -hmm. um, it was just a warrior performance. Look to me. I mean. It's, We'll probably regret saying this as soon as I say it. But to me, this was as uh, I don't care about the loss. As, I mean, as a fan, it's crushing. Mm -hmm. But you went on the road against number three, and if it's stolen from you, it's stolen from you. Mm -hmm. And, okay, that's fine. You still outperform Michigan at Michigan. You know, mm -hmm. it's hard. You know, look, I'm walking out of the stadium feeling a lot better than Michigan fans. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Was there a, uh, a particular performance today that, that stood out to you in this one, would you say? Because there were so many. I mean, Devin Witherspoon was really good all day. He was the best player, I think, on defense. Chase Brown, like we've already said, having a, 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 another – we're used to it. Chase Brown only has yes. great days. As soon yes. it just becomes the standard for him. Yes. Uh, but who for you really stuck out? Uh, I thought Tommy DeVito was really, really good. Um, you know, look. Look at the tornadoes of cups and paper that keep yeah. going around this stadium. Nobody really understands what wind is like and how it is to mm. throw the ball in the wind mm. and throw the long ball in the wind and everything else. So, um, you know, I'll even say that on that final Hail Mary, mm -hmm. I, so I'm up in the press box there behind <laughs> us. You know, the Hail Mary happened at about the 20 or 15 right here. Mm -hmm. um, the Michigan guys set up, and as they're jumping, I'm thinking they, they set up short. Like yeah. they're thinking this thing's going to die in the wind, and it did not die mm. in the wind. And <coughs> I was wanting at least one receiver for Illinois just to sneak behind all the DBs. Yeah. You know, they, they left it open, and it cleared all their heads. There was just nobody there to, to possibly make the catch. For him to even make that throw, I mean, that was, yeah. that, that was a heck of a throw. It just capped a really, really good day. So, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's hard to even look at a loss like this on the road at number three and be at all upset about anything. Look, I've, like, I travel and follow this team like they're the Grateful Dead or something, and I have never had this feeling. I, I've, never, I've never felt like the, the, the program is in this position because, you know, whatever happened happened and whatever the outcome is, the outcome is. But to me, this is as solid a performance and a stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with number three and there's really nothing for me to complain about looking forward now they have the final regular season game against northwestern one in ten northwestern after they lost to purdue on saturday that also means that illinois can't win the big 10 or go to the big 10 championship game now so it will be 13 games win against northwestern see who you're going to play in the bowl game win that game a nine and four finish to the season still is the best season since 2007. Yes, yes. And there, there's nothing that really, you know, yes, it's a three-game losing streak. I think for me, you put all of that stuff to bed with the two home losses. Those were disappointing. Sure. Th those are what took the Big Ten Championship game away. You, know, you had your chance against Michigan State and against Purdue at home, and, and 
you didn't take advantage of it, and that's that. This game is a completely different category. Uh, you know, it, 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 it was no longer really there because, you know, kind of Purdue just needs to win two games over, you know, two teams that are going to go three and nine or one and ten or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I guess the Iowa is still in the picture as of now. But, um, yeah, it's, it's this – all of that was put to bed last week. Yeah. Uh, to me, this game was – uh, look, look to where the program stands. See how you do against number three, and it was a toe-to-toe game. You've been talking about these, you know, these changes of where the program is now to where it has been previously. Uh, everyone at know at home knows what you're talking about because they mm-hmm. experienced it with you. But mm-hmm. what about this program is different? Would you say just viewing from the outside, seeing what you saw on the field behind us today? Just how how is that different? Because we all know it's different. We see that it's different. But I think it's two things. Yeah. Uh, it's buy-in mm-hmm. and it's competence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's look. I, I get reactions from fans on Twitter all the time. Mm-hmm. Illinois gives up that first touchdown and go what three and out in the first two drives or whatever. Mm-hmm. People are in my mentions. They're on our Slack channel. They are angry and yelling and why are you know and this and that. And, and I, I look at all this stuff, and, and my reaction to every ounce of it is, do people not remember? Yeah. Like, do you not remember how bad we've been for 25 years? Mm-hmm. You know, look, this, this is not to say this coaching staff is going to win eight games every year. Sure. Or that, you know, that they have a fair number of NFL players on this roster right now. Several may leave early for the NFL. Next year could be a struggle. We don't know. But what we do know is competence. What we've seen since, gosh, the Penn State game last year, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking of this off the top of my head as we're saying this, I think in the fourth quarter, Illinois has had a chance to win, either tie or take the lead of all the losses in every game since then. I think so. So the last yeah. five games of last year and the first mm-hmm. 11, so 16 consecutive games Mm-hmm. of a fourth quarter where the game is not over, mm-hmm. including playing number three on the road on national TV. It's competence that Illinois has not seen since the late 80s and John Makovic, and it's very exciting for this Illinois fan. Yeah, I, you know, as upset as Brett Bielham was his post-game press conference, I think that's good for Illinois fans that he's not taking this one well uh, either because he really wanted this win. The players really wanted this win, and uh, unfortunately they come up short in this one. 1917 is the final here from Michigan Stadium. And Robert, only one more regular season game coming up uh, against Northwestern. Should be a win, eight and four. You always talk about that eight win mark being uh, being kind of the key. Look, I'm not ready to count it yet. <laughs> Northwestern played close with the Purdue. They played close with Ohio State. They're close and they want to win this game oh, yeah. like nobody's business. So uh, I'm not ready to count it a win just yet. But, uh, but yes. Um, as you said, there will now be 13 games, which means the worst possible record this season is 7-6, and six, mm-hmm. which is the best result since 2007. Yeah. Best regular season result in 15 years, and that's something to hang your hat on. Well, it, it's been an exciting season. It was my first trip to the big house here. Uh, I, I, 
I'll say it. I was I was a big fan. Yeah. I, I, I love that it's just one bleacher up. Yep. And, and no tears or anything like that. Definitely an old school stadium and definitely a fun one to knock off the bucket list. Uh, Robert, we appreciate your time as you always, and we will uh, talk to you after the Northwestern game. All right, sounds good.